The following is a presentation of the All Andy Alford Network, powered by Anchor. You are listening to Andy on the plethora of platforms with the Anchor Network, whether it be on Apple, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Bleaker, and Pocket Cast. However you listen, wherever and whenever you listen, thank you for tuning into the program tonight. And you can always be a part of the show by following us on Twitter. It is at all Andy Alfred. It is at All Andy Alfred and Facebook.com slash All Andy Alfred. A soggy championship Sunday at Inverness Club met the final th- the final three top three ladies on the leaderboard of Danielle Kang, Jody Standoff, and Celine Bautier. As they were all tied for the lead going into the final round on this championship Sunday. The rain continued to pour on the front nine for all three ladies. And then the sun came out, ending a long drought for one lady and ending the tournament, the drive-on championship. And the final round coverage here in Northwest Ohio. The Inverness Club opened in 1903 and has hosted many championship moments in its history. From the U.S. Open in 1920 to the PGA Championship in 1993 to the recent U.S. Amateur and U.S. Senior Open. David Ross has built this course and today is one of the premier courses in the Midwest. The LPGA returns to action after a long hiatus and kicks off their return with a play with $1 million on the line. The challenge is where the Solheim Cup will be taking place next year. And that course is the Inverness Club. As this is the Drive-On Championship right here in Toledo, Ohio. As we welcome you in to the studios here in Toledo, Ohio, for the final day of coverage of this, the LPGA's restart, the Drive-On Championship, presented by ProMedica. I am your host, Andy Elford, and welcoming you into the studios tonight as we have crowned a champion for the first time in the new era of post-COVID as the restart has been completed and we have a new champion for this year and the start of a new season for the LPGA. A big slate of action on Sunday, as a lot of players were cut on Saturday, and a very, very surprising information. As it was a full slate of action for Sunday, of course, a big day, of course, Championship Sunday, as it was a barn burner of a day, as it it was made interesting towards the end of the day, and we'll get to why 
I say that here in just a second, but overall, I think the LPGA did a fantastic job. I think the city of Toledo did a fantastic job with this event, with the return to play for all of the LPGA golfers, and it sets up what next weekend is going to be fantastic as we cover it here on the All Andy Elford Network with Anchor Network with the Marathon Classic. Uh, all the players just basically are going to stay in town for next week's big tournament at Highland Meadows Golf Course in Sylvania as it is the Marathon Classic presented by Dana. Uh, we'll cover that for you guys. We'll have four days worth of coverage starting Thursday, Friday, and Saturday as well as Championship Sunday as uh, we'll cover that for you for uh, being on the course Friday and Saturday. Looking forward to covering with you guys right here on the Anchor Network. And if you're not new to if you're new to the our podcast, of course hit the subscribe button. We do uh, regular sports shows every Tuesday and Friday, but with the Marathon Classic and the Drive On Championship taking place, those shows were bumped because of the uh, LPGA's restart as well as their first as their well as their second tournament as well. So a uh, lot to get into tonight of course. We're gonna recap some of the big names that uh in their final scorecards as they come in tonight here at in, here and the in the studios as uh you will also hear the winner being interviewed by Golf Channel. We'll have the Golf Channel interview for you guys. Um so uh let, let's start it off uh, of course um the group's 77 golfers continued their journey for the chance to win the prize money, which was $150,000. And um, it was pretty much setting up for a three-way race between between Danielle Kang, uh, Celine Bautier, and uh, Jody Standoff. But it, it was very, very interesting to see a couple players making the moves. And I think that, you know, Next week with the Marathon Classic taking shape, I think you're going to see some very, very interesting players maybe making a run and making their name on on Monroe Street going forward. So we'll, we shall see. But, of course, it was between the, the three ladies that were on the top of the leaderboard going into round two, and um, and they were all paired together, of course, Standoff, Botier, and Kang all teed off together. And it was a interesting third round, for to say the least, between Botier, Kang, and Standoff. As they were just, you know, they were dropping bombs. And uh, the surprising factor of all this, it shows you how tough Inverness is. Because a lot of these players are going to be playing. Some of them are going to be playing for the their distinguished countries next year in the twenty twenty one Sol in the twenty twenty one Solheim Cup, which will be taking place at Inverness September fourth through the sixth. Get your tickets now, by the way. Um, but a full day of coverage right here, as it was a great day of coverage. And looking at some of the names, of course, Lexi Thompson. She finishes tied for 16th. If you look at her, we're looking at her scorecard right now. And her scorecard looks like this. Lexi today, in her third round, started off uh, with a par at 1. She birdied 2. 
Par 3, bogey 4. She bogeyed at 7 and birdie at 6 for a front 9 score of a 36. She started off at 10 with a bogey, and she parred the rest of the way out for a 37. She totaled out with 73. She was 2 over for the tournament. And if you combine all her scores, she shot a 73, 72, and in round 1, a 73. So a decent showing for Lexi Thompson coming back from the from the COVID, she finishes two over par, tied for 16th overall. If you look at the rest of the tie for 16th, you had uh, Paula Decor, uh, uh, Sagan, as well as Amy Olson, all two over par. Tied for 20th was Kendall Dye, as well as Elena Sharp. Sharp, three over for the tournament. For her third round, she had a birdie at two. Bogies at 3 and 7, and she finished her front 9 with a 37. On the back 9, she birdied at 11, and her final score was a 35 as she parred the rest of the way out, scoring a 72 for the day, but she finishes 3 overall of the tournament. She Of her 3 rounds, she shot a 72, 69, and in round 1, she shot a 78. So, 78, 73, 78, 69, 72 for her day on the course for the three rounds as she finished tie for 20th. Uh, Sandstrom finishes in 20th spot at three over par. Uh, Allemeyer finishes three over par as well too. Amos, um, Mazone also finishes tie for 20th at three over par. Austin Ernst finishes three over par as well. Uh, Jasmine Suwanapora, the one of the the reigning one of the reigning champions from the Marathon Classic, she finishes three over par. Her round consisted of this: she was a she shot bogeys at six and seven, birdies at eight, and then for a thirty-seven on the front nine. On the back nine, she shot uh, two bogeys at fourteen and sixteen for a total of thirty-eight, seventy-five for her third round. And the round two, she finishes at seventy. With a 70, and in round one, she shot a 74. So 74, 70, and 75. Three over par for the tournament. She finishes tie for 20th. Park finishes also three over par. Tie for 28th, uh, Lydia Ko. Four over par. She was one over for the day. You're looking at her scorecard. Today she birdied at one, bogeyed at six, and she bogeyed most of most of six, most of the tournament. Actually, she bogeyed mostly at 7. Today, she bogeys at 6. She pars at 7 for her front 9 score of a 36. On the back 9, she birdies at 10, birdies at 15, and birdies at 18. But she bogeys 16 and 17 for a back 9 score of a 35. Her front 9 score was a 36. 71 overall, 1 under for the day, but 4 over for the tournament. So of her 3 scores on Sunday, her Sunday score 71. Saturday score was an 80. And then Friday's score was a 69. So Lydia Ko finishes tied for 28th, 4 over par for the tournament. Shin finishes 4 over as well. Sarah Kemp, 4 over as well. Uh, Clayton gets a, is 4 over par as well. Tied for 28th. Min Song Khan, 4 over par as well. Uh, uh, Salas, 4 over par as well. You also have Mindy. At four over par as well to tied for 28th spot. Tied for 40th was Nellie Cora, five over par. Uh, Thomas 
5 over par as well, too. Kristen Tallis, 5 over par as well. Song, 5 over par as well. Kim is 5 over par. Uh, Kim Kaufman, 5 over par. Looking at Kim's scorecard from this weekend. Bogey's at 4, 5, 7. And Birdie's at 8 for a front 9 score of a 38. On the back 9, she, she shot a Birdie at 2. Bogey's at 17. And Birdie at 18 for a 35. 73 for the day. 1 over. 5 over for the tournament. For her 3 scores, she shot a 73, 76. And a 72. On a Norquist, 5 over par. Finishes her day 2 over for the day for her third round. Uh, Gabas finishes 5 over par, 3 over for the day. John, 5 over par for the tournament, 3 over for the day. Kerr finishes 5 over par, 3 over for the day. Lug finishes 5 over par for the tournament, tie for 40th, 4 over for the day. Tie for 50, first place are the following players. Uh, Andrea Lee, 6 over par. Uh, Amy Yang, 6 over par. Corda, uh, 6 over par as well, too. Meadows is 6 over par. And uh, Morgan Pressel finishes 6 over par for the tournament. Her third round consisted of this. A bogey at 3, a bogey at 8 for a sh- first front 9 score of 38. On the back 9, she bogeys at 10. Birdies, though, at 12. However, she double bogeys at 15. And birdies her final hole at 18 for a back nine score of a 37, totaling overall a 75 of her three rounds. She shot a 75, 74, and a 73, which finishes off at six over par for the tournament and tied for 51st place. Brittany Lincoln also finishes six over par as well. Her three round, her third round looks like this. She bogeyed at one, bogeyed is at four, and five birdies at six. And she shoots shoots a 38 on the front nine. On the back nine, she gets a birdie at 12 and two bogeys at 15 and 16 for a back nine score of a 37. She, in total, scores a 75, six over for the tournament and three over for the day of her three rounds, 75 on Sunday, 74 on Saturday, and 73 on Friday. Tied for 51st, she finishes 6 over for the tournament, 3 over on Sunday. Haley Moore finishes 3 over as well. She finishes 6 over for the tournament. Uh, Chen finishes 6 over par, 4 over for the tournament. Mel Reed finishes 6 over par, 5 over for the day, and she's tied for 51st place. Looking at the players that tied for 60th, uh, Haley Kang, 7 over par. Pillar also finishes 7 over par. Uh, Diane Finkelstein, 7 over par as well, too. Jennifer Cupcho finishes 7 over par for the tournament. Her third round consisted of a birdie at 2, bogeys at 3, 5, and 7, and she birdies at 8 for a front nine score of a 37. On the back nine, she bogeys at 5, at 10, and at 16 for a shot of a 38, 75 in total. For her three rounds, she shot a 75. 76 and a 72, which finishes out finishes her out at seven over par for the tournament and three over for the day. Tie for 60th spot. Tie for 64th. It is Danebridge at eight over par. Herbin at eight over par as well. Geese at eight over par as well. Two. T- she finishes four over for the day. Tie for 67th was Cheyenne Woods. She finishes three over par for the day. 
Uh, we'll look at Cheyenne's scorecard here from round three. Uh, Bogey's at one. Bogey's at three. She birdies at six and eight. Her front nine was a the front first nine holes, uh, one through nine. She shot a 36 on the 10 through 18. She bogeys 13, bogeys 15, and bogeys 17 for 39. 39 and 36 makes 75. She finishes the tournament 9 over par for the tournament. So over three rounds, she finishes 75, 75, 75, and 75. Three rounds consistently. Of 75. Stacy Lewis is tied for tied for 67th spot. She finishes nine over as well. Three over for the day. And Stacy's scorecard looked like this. She was started on 10. Bogey's 11. Bogey's 13. Bogey's 17 for a front nine of a 39. On the back nine, she bogeys at six and birdies at eight to score 36. So 36 and 39 makes 75. She was three over for the day, nine overall for the tournament. Over par for the tournament. And for her three scores, she shot a 75-73 in round two and a 77 in round one. Robin Lee, nine over par, three over for the day. Johansson finishes nine over par, five over for the day. Steen finishes nine over par, six over for the day. Tie for 73rd was uh, Spokova, 10 over par, four over for the day. Ryu, 10 over par, 5 over for the day. As they both ladies finishes 10 over par, tie for 73rd. And then tie for 75th was Stanford at 11 over and Weaver over plus 11. And then Chang finishes in tie for 77th at 12 over par. And Stackhouse finishes tie for 77th at 12 over par. So then we get to the top of the leaderboard, of course. And like I mentioned before, it was between Kang, Botier, and Standoff. And Kang had a pretty good day. You look at her scorecard today. She had a fantastic outing and a lot to um lot to lot to be proud of and a lot to look forward to in this for her. If you look at her scorecard from round three today, she f- started off at at hole one, birdie at pars at one, birdies at two, pars at three, birdies at four, and pars the rest of the way out for a front nine score of a 34. On the back nine, she birdies at 11 and bogeys at 13. And she at one point had a four shot lead until she hit the bogey, and Bautier then made the run and made it a one shot lead, and then Bautier. Made it close and kept it tied for most of the way. But Kang stood her ground, parred the rest of the way out, 14, 15, 16, 17, and 18 for shooting a 7-under for the tournament, 70 for the day, 2-under for the tournament for the Sunday, 7-under for the tournament, her three rounds, 70, 73, and 66. Good rounds for her. And, uh, Standoff, good outing for her with that grouping as well, too. Looking at her final scorecard, she pars at 1 and 2, bogeys at 3, pars 4, 5, 6, 7, and 8 before birding at 9. Her front 9 score was an even 36. On the back 9, however, she 
departed at 10, 11, and 12. Bogies 13, Bogies 14. Double Bogies at 15, which then put her out of contention. She pars 16, 17, and birdie putts 18 for a back nine score of 39, shooting 75 for the round, three over for the tournament, three over for the day, two under for the tournament. Her three scores 75, 72, and in round one, a 67. So my pick, of course, was Celine Boutier. Like I mentioned before on Saturday, I thought this woman was going to really, you know, shake things up, and she kept it close. She really kept it close. In her in her rounds on the front nine, she shot four straight pars, one through four. However, she bogeys at five, making getting her to four under par. Pars the rest of the way out for a 37 on the front nine. On the back nine, she kicked up the heat. Getting a par putt at 10, 11 was a birdie putt, 12 was a birdie putt, pars 13, birdies at 14, making it an even game before getting to 15 and bogeying at 15. She then hit two consecutive par putts at 17. And then on 18, folks, a great drive, getting her set up for 103 yards out to the green. She takes the shot. She uses, I think, an 8-iron or a 9-iron to get her onto the green, and she is at least 6 feet away from the cup. 6 foot away from the cup. Where Kang had to two-putt it to par. All Bautier had to do was sink the putt. And if she sunk the putt... She would win, she would force a playoff with Danielle Kang. It misses the cup by about a half an inch, rolls past it, and Danielle Kang wins the Drive On Championship at Inverness Club. I feel bad for Celine. She had a great chance to. To force the playoff, she played competitive most of the day, but unfortunately, it's just the way it break. It was just the way it broke, and Danielle wins at Inverness Club and wins one hundred and fifty thousand dollars. And looking at Boatier's three rounds, round three she shot a seventy-one, round two she shot a seventy-one as well. And in round one, she shot a 68, finishing her, her tournament six under par for the tournament as well. So those three ladies capping off the championship, of course. But I wanted to talk really, really quickly about a young up-and-coming star, Inuri Kuramoto. This young lady... I think it's going to be interesting when next week come this upcoming week comes around for the Marathon Classic. I think she can make headway, and I think that you know if I had to say to put some money down on some things, if if we were a betting man, I put some money down on her. Here's why I say that: in her three rounds, she shot at Inverness a 72, 71. And a 70. 
three under for the tournament. Looking at her scorecard from today, birdies one and two, pars three, four, and five. She double bogeys though at six, pars at seven and eight, and birdies at nine. On the back nine, she pars at ten, birdies at eleven, bogeys at twelve. Par putts at thirteen through sixteen before bogeying at seventeen. A beautiful approach shot at eighteen to get her close. Could not sink the putt. She finishes with a par. She shoots a 37 on the back nine and a 35 on the front nine, 72 overall. She's a rookie. She just got her card. It's going to be interesting. I I, I, I I like this. I like to see how she's going to do. And she did a fantastic job. Three under par for the tournament. She finished even for the day. Um... Uh, and she finishes fourth overall. So Kang finishes in first, Botier in second, Minji Lee finishes in third. She was four under for the tournament, two under par for the day. Looking at her scorecard today, five, she scored shot a five, a bogey at one, par putts at two, three, four, and five before birding at six, bogeying at seven and eight, and a birdie at nine. On the back nine, she shot a, she shot uh Five consecutive par putts at 10, 11, 12, 13, and 14 before hitting to 15 and birding 15 and 16, parring at 17 and birding at 18, shooting a 70 overall for the tournament, four under for the day, seven, two under for the day, excuse me, four under for the tournament overall. Her three scores, she shot a 70 today, 73 in round two, which is Saturday, and in round one she shot a 69 in the tournament, she, she finishes in third spot. Morimoto, Karamoto, three under par. Uh, standoff, two under par, tied for fifth. Tied for sixth was Brittany Lang. She finishes even par uh, for the day. She finishes even par. Looking at her scorecard, Bert, uh, par putts at... Two, three, four, five, six, and seven before bogeying at seven, birdieing at eight for a front nine score of a 36. On the back nine, she birdies 12, bogeys at 14, par putts the rest of it for a 36. She finishes even par for three rounds, a 72, a 72, and a 72. She finishes even overall for the weekend. Uh, Dreisberg finishes even as well, one under for the day. She was tied for six. Mia Hargree, even par as well, but she finishes one over for the day. Burnham, even par for the tournament, two over for the day. Swartzel, even par, but she finishes three over for the day. Megan Kang finishes one over par, tied for 11th spot. By the way, Shara Swartzel tied for sixth spot with Lang, Hargrave, Burnham, and Dryberg. Tied for 11th, like I said, Megan Kang. With one over par. Maslin. Maslin finishes one over par as well. One over for the day. And Van Dam. A good tournament for Anne today. For her. For her third round. She bogeys at one. Birdies at two. She pars three, four, five, and six before. Bogeying at seven. Parring at eight and nine for a front nine score of a 37. On the back nine, she birdies at two and bogeys at 17 for a back nine score of a 36. She finishes one over par for the day, one over for the tournament. Her three scores, a 73, 73, and a 70 
one. So she finishes one over for the tournament, one over for the day. Kelly Tan finishes one over for the tournament as well, too. And Leah Pace finishes one over, three over for the day in the tournament. So congratulations to Danielle Kang for winning the Drive On Championship. And uh, Golf Channel has the audio for you here as uh, she celebrates her win. And she also talks about her boyfriend that was in action and staying close in the PGA PGA Tournament, the Barracuda Open, taking place on the other side of the country. You were ready for this. Did you feel ready starting the day? Yeah, I did. I worked really hard for the last seven months, and um, we did a lot of great work. And Butch, I'm glad Butch had seven months off and has got to spend all, all this time with me. So I'm really excited right now. <laughs> How much of a grind is this golf course? And why do you think you excel on the tough courses? Uh, I think that I do really uh, well. Hold on a sec. I'm just so I'm excited. <laughs> okay. Um, I, I think just keeping patience and trusting all aspects of your golf game really brings it out of this golf course. Um, I knew that. I knew where I was standing, three holes left. I checked the phone, and I wanted to know where I was standing and just the final hole stretch. But, yeah, I, you can't just – you got to respect the golf course. I think that's how I tried to do. And even little putts, I didn't take it for granted and kept focus and everything. So. And lastly, how much will you be glued to the TV this afternoon watching Maverick and his attempt to win his I first? I know. I'm really excited to watch. It'll be really cool if we both could uh, host this trophy today. That's coming up next right here on Golf Channel. Congratulations yet again. Thank you. So you just heard Danielle Kang meeting with Golf Channel, of course, as she wins the drive-on championship at Inverness Club. I will make mention of this really quickly. Um, This was an event that had no public to it, and... uh, the players did a fantastic job. I, I have to give the media credit as well, too, with uh, Christy Kopanitz as well as Justin Feldkamp and um, all the uh, all the local media for you know covering this. Of course, Jordan Strack as well, too. i got to give him credit for that. Um, uh, media coverage was, was fantastic for this, and uh, it was good to see that the media was there and present. Um, and... Uh, you know, I think that the players could was a little bit was a little bit different for them because of the fact that there was no crowd following them, and a lot of them, you know, were mentioning we're talking about it earlier in the week about how it was going to be a different scene, different feel. A lot of them feel like it was like junior golf and like high school golf, where you don't have that many people following you, and you can just focus in on your game, and that's. You know that's the that's the best part about it, and the nice thing is that the weather cleared up later today, later t- this afternoon, and it cleared up really nice. It gave the players, you know, a chance to play in a little bit of the sunlight, like they were playing on Friday before the rain came on it's Saturday, and um, changed the course up. I think, in my opinion, and the surprising factor is, you have this tournament. You had a total of. Five players that finish under par. Five in total finish under par. So, you know, I I, I could say that the rust is probably being kicked off a lot. And um, a lot of them will stay in town here. And we'll, we'll just move down the block, down the road to uh, 
to Inver to from Inverness Club to Highland Meadows, as they will now get ready for the Marathon Classic, which is a tradition here in Northwest Ohio, unlike any other in the golf spectrum, of course. And Golf Channel will have the coverage for that Thursday through Sunday. Um, it's sad to say that the public will not be involved with this, um, but we look forward to giving you the coverage as well, as we gave you coverage here on All Andy Alfred for the Drive-On Championship. It was a tremendous honor to give you guys the coverage as well as to give you the recaps as well as thoughts and opinions on the tournament. Um, yeah, it was, uh, it was a great time. I hope you guys enjoyed the coverage. Remember, if you haven't, hit the subscribe button. We do, our, we do the All Andy Alford podcast every Tuesday and Fridays right here on the network. So you, you can always be part of, of the show by following us on Twitter. It is at All Andy Alford. It is at All Andy Alford for updated standings, information, and so much more about the, the women's professional golf scene. Visit LPGA.com or follow them on Twitter. It is at LPGA. And if you want information about the Marathon Classic, that is MarathonClassic.com. Uh, I want to thank all of you for tuning into the podcast tonight. I will talk to you guys, most of you, the show for All Andy Elford on Tuesday. And I will talk to all of you on Thursday for round one coverage of the Marathon Classic presented by Dana in Sylvania, Ohio on Tuesday. Until then, this is Andy Offer saying, remember, hit them straight. You've been listening to a special edition of All Andy Alfred, the Drive-On Championship coverage. For the next three days, the shows will be taped at 6 p.m. and they will be presented to you at 7 p.m. Rounds 2 and 3, right here on All Andy Alfred, powered by Anchor.